you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued on his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, 10 lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. One of them, realizing he had been cleansed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice, and he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? None has come forward but this foreigner who has returned to give thanks to God. Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. As I mentioned in the introduction of Mass, there are several themes to the scriptures today. Thanksgiving, healing, cleansing, probably a few more that you can glean by listening to them yourselves. Gotta have a little bit of history though. Naaman, the general in the first reading of the Book of Kings. He's a non-believer. It, it was during the time of Elisha the prophet and about 1000 BC. It happened in the Holy Land, what well, the present day Holy Land. And Naaman had the same disease that the lepers had, whether it was leprosy or Hansen's disease, one of those, he had blotches on his body and no one could cure him in his own community. He's an outsider, he's not a Jew, he's not an Israelite, he's not a believer. His wife has a servant. The servant is a believer, it's a girl. And she says, after all his attempts are being cured, Go to Elisha, the prophet. He'll do something for you. So he bites the bullet. It's like the last of his efforts. He bites the bullet and makes his journey to Elisha. Before he gets close to Elisha, Elisha sends him the message, go wash yourself in the Jordan. Now we need a little pause here because as I mentioned before, 
few weeks ago, I was in the Holy Land for several weeks, and I know all my homilies from that moment on will be enriched for me because of my experiences there in the Holy Land. The Jordan River starts out the Sea of Galilee and it traces as the river to the Dead Sea. And I was in all that water. Sea of Galilee, huge. Tiberius it's also called. Beautiful place and you know the stories about that. You'll hear them later on in the scriptures when Jesus calmed the waters, when Jesus walked on the waters and so on. But going down to the Jordan, it separates Israel from Jordan itself. As a matter of fact, to get to the Jordan River today, you have to go through guards and soldiers and get a, practically a passport because the relationship be, between Jordan and Israel is not one of great peace and security and trust. Okay, so this outsider gets the word from the Israelite, almost like the Jordanians getting the word from, from the Jews. You, you want to be clean, go wash yourself in the river Jordan. And Naaman's, Naaman's response is, hey, we got waters in Samaria. I bathe in all those waters. Why should I come and bathe here in your water just as good as my water? He said that in a lot more polite terms than I just expressed. But because it's his last-ditch effort and hope, he does it. He washes in the Jordan River, and he's cleansed. Hold on, don't go away. I brought with me tonight water from the Jordan River. I brought these little bottles with me and I gave one to each of the pilgrims that were on our group and I took a few extra for myself. And the water that's in it is water from the Jordan River. And if you wish, at the end of the homily, these were blessed. This water was blessed. The Jordan River is not blessed. It becomes blessed as you use it. At the end of the homily, I will bless you with the water of the Jordan River as a renewal of our own baptismal promises and connection with Christ that is very well quoted today in the scriptures. So, healing is, is an issue for Naaman. And he's so grateful that as he goes out of the Jordan River that he's healed, he says, let me give, let me give you something. Let, let me pay you. <laughs> There's no paying God. And Elisha says, no, 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 no. Uh, this, this is God's work. Uh, uh, you're not going to pay me. And he says, well then, because I'm a non-believer, give me a piece of land, dirt, that I'm going to bring over to Samaria, so when I worship, I will be worshiping your God on his earth. Interesting. This is a polytheistic culture, so it makes sense for them. It doesn't make sense for us. But it's interesting. His gratitude is what we're looking at here. His healing and his gratitude. He wants to do something for God because of his healing. Fast forward. Jesus is journeying, as we heard, in areas that are not Jewish friendly. And as he's going through the area of Samaria and Galilee, Galilee is the northern section of the Holy Land, 
lepers greet him. Now, we've seen a development on the understanding of what leprosy is. Basically, it's a virus. It's called Hansen disease. I don't know when it was determined that it was Hansen disease, but it's ugly. And those who suffer from it are ugly. It's not a pretty sight. Remember Father Damien, Saint Damien from Hawaii? He died a leper, but he served lepers in, in Hawaii, worked in leper colonies. It's not a pretty picture. Saint, Saint Francis worked with the lepers. Saint Anthony worked with the lepers. And today, obviously, people throughout the world are taking care of those who suffer from this illness, trying to prevent it. It should be prevented by the 21st century, but it's still in existence. So this massive ugliness is approaching Jesus, but they don't come near him. They stay at a distance because as lepers, they had to wear bells around their necks so people going by could hear them and avoid them because they thought it was so um, catchy. So they shout now from the distance as they see Jesus go by, have mercy on us. Jesus doesn't even touch them, doesn't even go directly to them, just says, go show yourselves to the priests. In order for a Jew to accept cleanliness, uh, healing, he had to be okayed by the priest. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't make a sign on the cross, but he had to be okayed by the priest. And once the priest said, okay, you're healed, you can come back into the temple, you can worship with the rest of us, you can hang out in society. But prior to that, they were prohibited from doing that. There are so many levels of, of the thoughts that come out of the scriptures today. How many people do we treat as lepers who are not lepers? We don't want to go near them. We might catch it. Sick attitude, but some of us have it. So they go off. Ten of them go off. One comes back. Who comes back? The enemy of the Jewish people. The Samaritan comes back. Remember the Samaritan Jesus stories? The Samaritan comes back. And he kneels down in front of Jesus and praises God because he's healed. What does Jesus do? Your faith has healed you. I didn't do it. Your faith has done it. I don't know if the others will really healed completely because they didn't live on their faith. So they may have shown themselves to the priest and the priest said, get out of here, you're still ugly, you still got the disease. Whereas the one who came forward to thank Jesus was fully healed. Again, think of God, think of Jesus. When Jesus touches you, when Jesus heals you, do you say thank you? Through the act of contrition, through the, through the act of confession and penitence, do, do we thank God when we, when we have acknowledged our sinfulness, our diseases of, of, of the soul? Scriptures have so many levels to, to communicate with us tonight. Living our ordinary lives, do we thank God that we can go from point A to point B? Do we thank God that we have enough money in our pocket to buy a cup of coffee or, or do something frivolous or do something for others? Do we thank God for that? That we have the ability to walk and live and, and, and live in a society that is basically free. That's what the scripture's talking about. But Jesus comes forward to this guy and he looks around and he says, Look who came back. The one you hate the most. The one you find disgusting. The one you don't talk to anymore because they're Samaritans. The list can go on. 
and each of us can substitute our own prejudice. That one came back to God because God reads the hearts. You can go to church all you want, but if our hearts don't match what our words say and what the Eucharist promises us, we fall on our faces when we leave here. So when we leave here, we have to be of full heart and mind and communication and communion with Jesus Christ who heals us and listens to us and who sends us to others. When Jesus told his disciples, look at who came back, he's talking to you and me today. Look who expressed his gratitude to me, a person you would consider an outsider, a person you'd consider not good enough to be your friend, your neighbor. Jesus is very clear in the scriptures tonight as far as a healing Lord. He's also clearly reminding us that, hey, you've got to say thank you once in a while. Coincidentally, this is the scripture, the gospel, that's used at the Mass on Thanksgiving Day in our church. So you come to Mass on Thanksgiving Day, that's the gospel you hear, because it has a lot to do with gratitude. It has more to do with faith. It has more to do with bringing ourselves to God and knowing He hears us bringing ourselves to God and knowing he's sending us to do his work in the world. We're challenged by the scriptures. Oh, it's a great story. He heals and, and, and Naaman is healed and everybody's happy. Don't leave it there. Don't leave it in, on, on, in the rivers of the Jordan. In a few seconds, I'll offer you the blessing with the holy water that we made at the River Jordan because there the community came together, the pilgrims that we, we traveled with, and they renewed their baptismal promises and I was able to bless each one through the, with the waters of the Jordan as Jesus was and as John the Baptist did. That's the other side of the world. But it's us. It's our Lord. He died and resurrected on the other side of the world and is with us here in New York City today. He's with our neighbors. Whether they're ugly or beautiful, whether they're rich or poor, he's with our neighbors and he's with us. And Paul's letter sort of brings it together. Remember Jesus Christ. He's a Jew, descendant of David. Remember the word of Jesus Christ never changed. It lives. We persevere in that faith. We will live with him. That's why we're here. To deepen that faith. The faith that Jesus says saves us. Lord, as we use this water as a ritual of remembering our own baptismal promises, Watch over ourselves and those whom we have hurt and those whom we love. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition. 
by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. Don't miss the year-end appliance savings now at Brand Scarf. With incredible deals in-store and online, their best-selling models are in stock and ready to go. So book your one-on-one VIP appointment now. Get exclusive double rebates on select GE Profile and Cafe packages, plus a GE Ultra Fresh front-load washer and dryer pair, priced too low to advertise. Enjoy the year-end savings going on now at Brand Scarf, where it doesn't cost more to get more. 